0: News Talk 1110-993-WBT. The beat calendar shoe. Um, Dallas Woodhouse writing over at, well, this is the Woodshed, uh, but it's at the Carolina Journal and uh, the John Locke Foundation. He writes about, uh, it would be an astonishing and unprecedented power grab that will overturn 200 years of case law and prior precedents. Democrats on the state Supreme Court are preparing to disqualify and remove Two, duly elected Republican Supreme Court justices from a case so the Democrats can nullify voters' decision to amend the Constitution. So what is this all about? Let's bring on Troy Shelton. He is an associate attorney at Fox Rothschild uh, Law Firm. Welcome to the program. Troy, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, Pete. Sure, sure. So, um... Why don't we go over and uh, sort of start at the beginning. Who are the two judges, these Republican judges, and uh, and then what's the case about?
1: So it might be helpful to answer the, the second question first. So the, the underlying case here is what people often call the, have been calling the usurper case. The idea is that because the federal court said that some of the state legislative districts were declared racial gerrymanders, uh, that meant that the general assembly lost its power to propose amendments to our state constitution uh, so that, that, that's a that's a really extreme legal theory and it's sort of been tried a few times over the past century or so in different courts and it's it's always lost no one's ever agreed with that but the the trial court in this case agreed with that legal theory said that you know these constitutional amendments the ones that are being attacked here by the NAACP or the voter ID and income tax cap uh, amendments uh, said that, you know, challenging those as being unconstitutional, um, essentially in themselves. And anyway, so the the trial court agreed with that theory. And then the Court of Appeals reversed, uh, saying, no, no, rejecting the theory. And now the case is before the North Carolina Supreme
0: Court right so this i did uh we were covering some of this before we brought you on the usurper case um and this is one drug uh judge right you you said the trial court decided this but like that's that's one judge that, that's yeah. one judge right that that's law, right that's lawyer talk for a single judge right <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah. just one that that's exactly right you know there's a three-judge panel up at the court of appeals that reversed um but uh, and now it's up at the the Supreme Court, uh, of course. And you know, I'm sure your listeners probably know that our Supreme Court right now is composed of four Democrats and three Republicans. And, you know, because you know how politically contentious the case is, it's being watched really closely because of that lineup.
0: So the two judges that are being targeted for this recusal or removal.
1: So, so the, the two judges, or the two justices, rather are Justice Phil Berger, who is the the son of Senator uh, 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 Pro Tem of the Senate Berger, uh, and Justice Tamara Beringer, both of which uh, joined the court as Republicans uh, in twenty in the twenty twenty election.
0: And Beringer is a former state lawmaker as well, correct? I think if I remember correctly,
1: Th- that's right. So the, the recusal theory for Beringer is that she should recuse because she actually voted in the legislature. Um, to propose these constitutional amendments. And the theory for, for Justice Berger is that, well, formally his, his dad is named as a defendant because by state law, the House, Speaker of the House and the, uh, Speaker, uh, the President Pro Tem of the Senate have to be named on all constitutional challenges. But it's, re- it's not really a lawsuit against Senator Berger. It's, a, it's really an, a lawsuit against his office. I mean, it, it, He just happens to be the person holding that office.
0: So they're not making any kind of an argument that it's his dad and his dad spoke in favor of these pieces of legislation and he voted for it as well? Absol-
1: yeah, absolutely not. The idea is huh. just that they're related. But I mean, it just, you know, it, and I get that to non-lawyers that might look weird, but this is what we call an official capacity suit. It's a, it's just a lawsuit against his office. Senator Berger doesn't have any personal stake uh, in this case. He doesn't have a financial interest or anything like that. Um, so there's really no reason, you know, so Justice Berger, his son, really has no, uh, he doesn't have any bias in the case just because his dad's named in that kind of official capacity Away.
0: So is there any case law about this? Dallas Woodhouse says that this is unprecedented. Is there any kind of guidance from uh, precedent that would say that, that this is the way that the judges should rule?
1: Yeah, so there's actually there are actually a lot of cases that address both of these situations. Wow, that's helpful. Uh, it is helpful. Uh, <laughs> you know, for, for the the official capacity cases, there's a lot of cases, both federal and state, saying, you know, an official capacity case. You, there's really, you know, it doesn't matter if you're friends with the defendant, you know, because it's not really that person uh, that that that's being sued. So there's no need to recuse in that situation. It's also a really long line of cases where legislators then you know become judges and then a case involves. Some piece of legislation they voted on just like in this case uh and uh they say you know you know it's not good for the the judicial system you know to essentially preclude legislators from taking the bench in that way so long line of cases saying that there's no reason for for justice berenger to recuse either Mm -hmm.
0: so this has now prompted apparently the democratic members on the state supreme court to try to force the two republicans out of the case
1: so I think that's, that's what's up in the air. I think what pe- has people alarmed is, who is it that's going to decide the, these recusal motions? Is it going to be justices Berenger and Berger going to decide for themselves whether to recuse, or is it essentially going to be the Democratic majority that that might force them to recuse? Now, now normally, when, when someone asks one of the justices to recuse, it, that justice being asked to recuse decides for himself or herself whether she's going to do that. Um, and based on my conversations with some previous Supreme Court justices and my own experience and research, that, that's the case. They, they normally decide for themselves. And the only time I could find an exception to that was when the person being targeted didn't want it to decide for themselves, and they let the, the rest of the court decide it. And that's, of course, also how the, the U.S. Supreme Court works. The justices decide for themselves whether to recuse.
0: Right, because doesn't it kind of rest on a fundamental idea that the judges are always acting impartially by the law, and so their past experience shouldn't be of... of concern, right? Because if if you trust me to act impartially on all these other things, why do you think I would act impartially on on this? So no, I'm not going to recuse. Or they say, yeah, I could not divorce myself from this, so I'm going to say no. like you're trusting their judgment, which is the whole point of having a judge.
1: That's exactly right. That's 100% correct.
0: So um, this is unprecedented if these Democrats try to force them uh, to recuse themselves. Now, I I am kind of curious what happens, uh, how that plays out. I don't think there's a process for that, but. Uh, why do they even need to do this? They've got a 4-3 majority.
1: I think that I think that this motion that's been filed by the NAACP shows that they're not confident that they can actually get all four members, uh, all four of the Democratic members of, of the court to actually go along with their theory. And it, I think that, that that's probably true. I think that there's a good chance that all the Republicans will vote against the usurper theory and that there's a good chance that at least one Democratic justice on our Supreme Court would would say that, that this theory is just a little too fringe for me and and say no. So, you know, they, their odds are better, right, if uh, the NAACP's odds are better if, if they have two of the Republicans recuse.
0: Interesting. Troy Shelton, associate attorney at Fox Rothschild. Um, thanks so much for your time and your insight. I appreciate it, man. Thanks. Thanks, Pete. All right. Take care.